2: Hey everybody, Brian Davis here with Kirk and Danny, and it is Longhorn Confidential time on a Thursday, a couple of days before Texas faces 0-2 Rice. Do we care about Rice? Let's just get that out of the way. Do we care about Rice? No. So-so. Okay, so let's talk about what we really want to talk about, and that is the big quarterback switch, how things are going to look, and whether Casey Thompson... Seals the deal this weekend and becomes the quarterback for the rest of this season. What say you boys?
1: Danny, I don't, I don't think he seals it for the rest of the season, but I mean, I think most of us would assume that Casey is going to perform just fine against rice, nothing against, right. um, I know Steve has a lot of respect for the rice coaching staff and a couple of the players on that rice team, but I don't think anyone's expecting, you know, this to be a 17 to nothing game and Casey's throwing three picks or something like that. I think most of us would expect into play pretty well, and then they have to actually make a decision whether they go back. Um, you know, if they take everything as one lump sum before they start conference player, they give um Casey the tech start and they kind of make a decision after that. So, um, I don't think he runs away with this job. I don't think if you throw for five touchdowns against Bryce, that means anything. I don't think if you, you know, throw, have a decent game, two touchdowns, a touchdown run, it means anything. I don't think if Hudson Card comes in in the fourth quarter and throws three touchdown passes in junk time, it means anything. I think, you know, the goal is to get Casey some reps, get him some reps as a starter, and then kind of add that to the portfolio for when you do have to make a decision in a week or two.
0: Yeah, I, it won't surprise me if they each start six games this regular season. I think this is ongoing; it's fluid. Sarkeesian hasn't said anything to the contrary to make us believe that. Okay, Casey, you can win the job; it's yours for ten games. You know, if you do well, I think he's he's too smart to, to go down that path. But because uh, I think Casey's going to have his bumps in the road too, and. As Danny said, I don't think he's going to prove anything against Rice and maybe not against Texas Tech, which I think is maybe the most improved team in the league. But, you know, he does this against TCU on the road and beats Oklahoma in the Cotton Bowl. It's his. And I think he gets a much longer leash, you know, as the starting quarterback. But unfortunately, given the offensive line and the lack of a dominant passing game didn't start call it irrelevant passing game which it pretty much it has I think we'll it'll remain fluid and we'll see both of them the rest of the year
2: okay now was it just me or did Steve sort of sidestep a question about whether there was going to be personnel changes on the offensive line
0: oh I, I think he sidestepped I asked him to kind of danced around it any backups can earn more playing time. And he well, he mentioned Calvante Dixon and Marcus Washington. And uh, yeah, I'll just use them as an example. I expect to see a whole lot more uh play out of backups from the previous two games. I, I don't know how you don't. I mean, if if they're not a I mean, what are they 26 point favorite over Rice, four touchdowns? Come on. And if you if you struggle with Rice, they're looking at six and six season, okay? Without a doubt. Without yeah. a doubt. So, I, you know, I would think it behooved this entire staff. Let's get a look at some of these freshman offensive linemen and, and some of these other wide receivers. And uh, he's already made the move at the biggest position. So why not make some moves, uh, at least give some looks to some of the reserves and backups.
1: I, I, I agree. I, I would say, you know, especially if this game is out of hand in the second half, there's really no – sense in having that starting five kind of out there um it would be kind of a glorified practice I mean Hayden Connor you know he got some reps that opener he needs some more game reps Andre Carrick who had a start last year he kind of needs to get some more game film and kind of get some of those other guys a little bit of work maybe mix and match them a little bit with the starters so you can kind of get a feel for okay this is what this line would look like if Andre was here and Hayden was over here you know this that but um Mm -hmm. Yeah I would I would imagine probably the same five go out there to start but I would not imagine those five are all out there at the end of the game or maybe even for much of the much of the second half cuz this team does need to kind of you know see what life is like on the other oh. side of the you know th- this line and kind of see if there are other options in case um, you know this line falters and struggles like it did against Arkansas once a Big 12 play starts I, I honestly can't remember if I uh, brought this up on
2: Monday's uh, podcast or not, but I, I thought that the receivers got a free pass during the press conference on Monday. Uh, I th- I, you know, we were remiss in not asking about Whittington's drops. Uh, where was Joshua Moore? Where's Xavier Worthy? Um, you know, and Steve brought that up again today, He brought up, you know, Marcus Washington, Calvante Dixon, like, like you guys have already mentioned here. Um, to me, that seems to be something else we need to watch. Now, granted, like like Danny said, it's going to be Rice, and you know they should. You should be open. You should be able to get open against Rice. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. But I think I think everybody would like to see um, some some big plays out of a group that frankly hadn't hadn't had that. Yeah, I think you're right. I think wide receivers
0: are the second biggest problem on this team so far. Offensive line clearly first. I don't think quarterback's a problem. I think wide receivers are the problem. Number 2, nobody's getting open. Uh you know, they're dropping some passes. Uh you know, we bragged on them for their downfield blocking against Louisiana, but the passing game has not been dominant at all. And then I think the third problem is the lack of a <clears throat> superstar or difference maker in the defensive line. They got pushed around. There's no denying that when you get 333 yards rushing. That's embarrassing. That's unacceptable. So to me, those are the three biggest issues uh, that the team is facing. But, yeah, I, I think they probably did get too much of a pass as well just because there's so much else to look at with the offensive line play and a change at
1: quarterback. I'm trying team. to figure out, and maybe you all have an opinion yeah. on this, I don't know if the receivers are struggling because of the, who this receiving group is or if this is a more of a quarterback problem because, you know, you just list the – you know, three starters, Joshua Moore had a coming off a pretty good season, although he did disappear at times last year. Um, you know, Xavier Worthy is a really highly regarded recruit that, you know, other schools wanted and Steve wanted at Alabama. So I'd assume if they want them at Alabama. And you know, he's a pretty, pretty good talent. And Jordan Whittington, you know, he's been the talk of the town for three years now. It's just a matter of him staying healthy and now he's healthy. And yes, he did have that huge drop last week, but he's also – you know, Hudson misfired on a pass that, he, you know, he had broken open in the end zone and he had a really good opener against Louisiana. So I don't know if these struggles are because this receiving group is um, struggling or if, you know, this is a, a Hudson and I guess maybe a little bit Casey since Casey's played a little. Casey, you know, led scoring drives when he was in, um, or if that's a quarterback issue. Cause, you know, we, we complained a lot about when Tom Herman was here about, okay, we're tired of these rotations. Um, we, You should stick with three guys and um, you know, not use this depth, even though they did have some clear depth last year. And, well, they're sticking with these three, and these three aren't producing. And I don't know if that's because of the quarterback or if that's these receivers not stepping up and maybe not being as good as we had um, thought they were. Because on paper, these are three really good starting receivers who should be producing more than they produced that in that Arkansas game. I mean, kind of money. I miss Kai Money too. I'm holding <laughs> out hope. I'm holding out. Second half resurgence. Are you missing Kai Money, Brian?
2: Anyway, so you know Rice this week. You know one question. I, one question I wanted us to talk about today because I, I, I was thinking about um, as we get into and next week. Next week we will get into the whole Texas Tech uh, story that popped up about whether Texas would agree to a long-term non-conference series with Tech when Texas joins the SEC, but focus on rice for a second. Um, when, when Texas does go to the SEC, I would imagine that they are going to play the Rices of the world more because they're going to have to fill out the schedule a little bit. Um, what, what do you think that the, what do you think Texas should do is, I mean, obviously rice is a perfect non-conference type of opponent. Okay. Um, for the Longhorns in the SEC, right? Right. Um, So should we just put Rice down on the schedule every other year going forward or or should they mix it around um, and mix in some other schools like UTEP, like UTSA, keep that agreement going, or or look for something else?
0: That might spread the wealth a little bit and make everybody a little happy. One thing that Rice does give Texas, it gives an opponent you should beat every time, he gives you a little bit more of a presence in Houston, maybe the hottest recruiting uh, hotbed in the country, perhaps. Uh, I, I would mix it up, but like I wrote in my nine things this week, the SEC is not decided yet what they're going to do. They might go as many as 10 conference games uh, a year, up from eight. And so if they're looking at that, that leaves only two uh, non-conference games. And I, I've been told, and I think y'all have too, that Texas wants that that power brand opponent every year outside of league play. Like the Notre Dame game. And Notre Dame. uh, You know, they got Ohio State State and Michigan coming up uh, this decade, and I think they're going to keep doing that. So that's why I think they're reluctant to pull the trigger on, you know, a long-term series with Texas Tech. Now, if you play nine conference games and have three non-conference, then I think you play an Ohio State and Michigan and Notre Dame uh, you play a Rice or UTEP or UTSA, and then maybe a Texas Tech, a Baylor, a TCU.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I think that could make sense. Danny? Um, I think there are banks in Houston that will take Texas's money. I think there, will, <laughs> there are banks in El Paso that will cash those checks. Maybe one or two in San Marcos that will have no problem. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. So, I mean, you can spread it around. I mean – Yes, it's a it's a way to fill out the schedule. It's a you know almost a guaranteed win each year. Although you know you don't want to guarantee anything um, in, in sports, but I don't know how excited you could be if you were a Texas fan and you're playing Rice every year. I don't know you know what exactly you're proving to your to your team what you're proving on the football field. And um, I'd imagine that the buzz at the stadium this weekend, even though it's a night game, so people have had plenty of time to pregame and get ready. Um, I, don't, I can't imagine that the buzz is going to be. off the the charts for what should be a blowout game coming off a a disappointing loss. I mean, I understand the reason why you'd want to fill out your schedule with Rice, but, um, you know, I don't think it'd hurt to mix it up so the Texas fans can have fun, you know, talking smack to their friends that go to Texas State or, you know, from across the state at, you know, at UTEP or um, whoever else would a kind of UTSA maybe even too. Um, So, I mean, I, I think you can kind of mix and match, it doesn't have to be Rice if you're kind of looking for that, sort of opponent every year you can you know mix and match maybe get a little bit of a test if you put in a UTSA or a or a Texas State
0: and I, and I think it lessens travel too guys because you're you may be going to Georgia, Kentucky, Missouri, Florida, Alabama you know so you probably need more in-state games just you know you just give your players and fans a rest and by playing in-state games you help those in-state Opponents, uh, like you say, let them go to the bank, and it, it helps your fans if they can't get tickets to a Texas home game. You know, go see them at NRG against uh, against uh, Rice and things of that nature. Go to Lubbock or go to Waco. So I think you know, travel's a possibility too.
1: We're so ask basically, you on the schedule. Good asking you on the schedule. Let's have some fun. Yeah. Ooh.
2: Sonny Dykes, Sunny Dykes. Listen, okay. So more, so I, I would say most importantly, uh, I, I would, I would think we all would all agree on this that that the most important thing to come out of this weekend is obviously number one a win, but number two you just want to you want to see Texas bounce back. You want to see Casey Thompson play well. You want to see you know everybody have good plays. And and would you and would you guys say that if if we all leave Royal Memorial Saturday night? saying, hey, they did what they were supposed to do and, you know, look solid doing that. Is is that as kind of good enough this week?
0: Well, I think Casey needs to look good. I think if Casey struggled, say, you know, say it's halftime, it's for for God, for God forbid, it's 17 to 10 Texas and Casey's got two interceptions. I think there's going to be some dread, you know, on the fan base. So after the W, I think feeling good about quarterback play, you know, is imperative that they come out uh, of this game against a, an overmatched opponent.
1: I think when we have this podcast on Monday, um, I think if we're talking more about the Texas tech game and less about what happened in the rice game, that's a success for Texas. Um, <laughs> Cause if we're talking about what happened in the rice game, that means something probably bad happened. Cause we don't need to recap a blowout win over a, opponent that we expect texas to be handily but if we're talking about what happened that game chances are there are some questions that um you know steve need, would have needed to answer at his monday presser and that we're still discussing here so i think if you're a texas fan and you tune in you're going to want to you you're going to want us hear you're going to want to hear us talking about the red raiders not the owls and if that's the case i think then um you know what happened needed to happen um uh, on saturday and you can kind of just uh finally move past the Arkansas game and start getting ready for um, conference play. And also, you want to get out of there healthy. You don't want... You want the You're good. Oh, yeah. No.
2: This is what we're going to be talking about Saturday night. Yes. This, right here, Daniel, this is what we're talking about Saturday night.
1: I want to hear Kirk sing on? along.
2: You the groove on?
1: Kirk, do you even know what
2: this is? I don't know the word. Kirk, do you know what this is?
0: Yeah, I can't think of the name of it. It's not the Beatles, I know that.
2: This is what's going to be on the LBJ lawn before this game. This is what's the most that? important thing. I'm going to turn it off here because I don't want to get a DRM violation. This is the most important thing happening this weekend. Salt and Peppa, Longhorn, City Limits. Kirk, will you be there? Yes or no? Uh, no. Danny. What's up? We got it. You gonna be there, Brian?
1: Are you are you, are you surprised by that answer? I mean, are, are you are you shocked by this revelation? Okay, stop. Are both of y'all gonna be on the uh, LBJ lawn? I don't yesterday? like being outside. Why would I? Why would why would I, why would I? Why would I go? Why would I go? I can listen to them on my on my phone. I have enough songs downloaded. I have access to Spotify. Exactly. I Need to go walk around the people, listen to Salt and Pepper. I'm good. Brian, are you going? Are you going, Brian? What's that? I can't. am sorry, dude. I'm jamming. You are not going to be anywhere
0: near
2: the LBJ lawn, so stop it. Stop it. Okay. That's all the time we got. Longhorn Confidential. Kirk, Danny, said we miss you. But we will see you Saturday night, Royal Memorial. Go. Go. Okay, girls, it's yeah. all, Peppa. <laughs> see ya.